Don't hit the button like that without so I gotta remind you of these things, man. I just I be, know. I just be hitting no. the button, don't know what I be doing. But, I know. Uh, <laughs> when are you gonna learn how to use technology? <laughs> welcome back, welcome back to the gambling shack. This is what this episode is called. Welcome back, welcome back. Our last show was January 29th. Uh it was kind of like the yeah, the it was the soft week. It was a soft week of the NFL. We didn't get a chance to, you know, dive into it. We talked offline. You um, had some big news happen to you in your life during that yeah. time. So you tell I moved to uh, I moved to Little Vegas, New Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing told, down there, man? Man, I'm a sports editor for a newspaper, news publication right out here. Um, no, it's been fun. We're It'll on Monday. It'll be a month. I've been on a job. I moved. I moved actually a month ago today. Uh, it was a Friday before the Super Bowl, February fifth. Mm -hmm. uh, that's when we drove the U-Haul out here, made the seventeen-hour or sixteen-hour trip from Corpus Christi, mm -hmm. Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's usually a little shorter, but you can't. You can only go sixty-five in that U-Haul. So it's uh, that was a trip. We've had some stuff happen, but we're settled mm -hmm. in. Uh, we're settled in now. We're uh. We're good to go, and it's, we wanted to get this started again. I went to a casino and lost some money last week, so I'm ready to start winning some. Well, you know I, that. But, well, here's what happened, because I went to the casino. There was one bet I really liked, and it was mm -hmm. a UFC, but it was last weekend. Cyril gone to beat uh, Jarzinho Rosenstrike. But gone was like a pretty decent favorite, so I wanted to parlay it with some other stuff, and none of the parlays worked out. Hmm. That's a so that's what it was. Like, I, there was one I felt great about, and I was right, but the ones that I tried to parlay it with just it just didn't hit. So, oh well, here we uh, here we are, man. Here we are, week uh, or I don't know what week we're in, but man, back <laughs> we're non football season now. Uh, yeah, got I got you to put uh, Premier League soccer bets on there. Uh, I've I been, know that was I know that wasn't your first instinct, so I'm like proud of myself for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been told uh, beats. You need to look into soccer bets. You need to look into soccer bets by uh, good friends of mine, and also I've been trying to follow a good mentor in this gambling game, Jerry Bow. Uh, he always posted some great soccer bets, and um, mm -hmm. you know I just try to jump on those as much as possible as I can, and yeah. try to understand it as well. So. Uh, well, what, the one you have in your picks, I wrote in there. I like it a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, the one you have, that's what I, I like. It. I'm going to go bet that one probably. Uh, I like that one. Uh, I might have to go hit up the casino about 75 <laughs> minutes uh, seventy-five minutes south of me. Go put some. Uh, we're doing that legal action now, boss. Yeah, you ain't got to sneak it. No offshore website for you. No, we go to straight to Buffalo Thunder Casino and uh, <laughs> shameless plug. Shameless shame plug. Oh man, if Buffalo Thunder wants to sponsor anything on hey. the show, there, I'm, I'm sure I'll be spending a lot of money there. More so any any money they give to us, they will be getting back like that. <laughs> oh yeah, more more than more. If than they don't, then I'll just go to another. Stuff. I'll go to another casino. Then there's there's another there's another one like five miles away from Buffalo Thunder that I can go to. So we got we got options. <laughs> we got options. Um, just catch you under a rock. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl, uh, thirty-one to nine. Uh, uh, impressive performance from the defense. Uh, the defensive line was attacking Patrick Mahomes at any will. Despite I know the Chiefs had some injuries on the offensive line, but that defensive line, you got to give credit to Tampa Bay for getting to him and. Tom Brady was Tom Brady. Tom Brady showed you why he's been to 11 Super Bowls. He showed you why he has won seven of those rings, you know, so uh, incredible performance. Uh, but uh, to me, Tampa Bay, you know, Tampa Bay was a one a strong favorite to win the Super Bowl, but they they proved every week on the road. Uh, that's hard to do to win in New Orleans, to win in Green Bay. And you know, um, oh, excuse me, went in Washington, went in, yeah. went in New Orleans, and then went in Green Bay, and then to finish it off, and your home stadium, the first team to host it to win it. Oh, so that's 
it's a full circle type of movement, type of feeling, excuse me. To see. As a Tom Brady fan, it was a very big day in my life. Um, won a lot of uh, arguments. We shut down that Patrick Mahomes is going to be the goat talk. You know, we, we nipped that thing in the bud before we could, before, before people could really get it started. So my guy, uh, and I picked against him every week and all my friends thought I was doing it just to jinx him. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, and I, Rob, you, I'm pretty sure you know this. I wasn't doing it to jinx them. I really thought they were going to lose. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I really thought they would lose. No, I didn't. It, like, I didn't bet put any money on them losing any games because uh, I don't bet against Tom Brady. Uh, but uh, I did think they were going to lose. Yeah. I did not think they'd beat New Orleans. You yeah, watch them in the regular season against New Orleans. Yeah, I did not think they would beat Green Bay. Green Bay looked like a machine. True. Didn't think they'd beat Kansas City. Isn't True. It? So I just want to say to my friends out there who thought I was just jinxing it, I wasn't jinxing it. I legitimately thought Tampa was going to lose their last three playoff games. But thankfully they didn't. Tom Brady's the GOAT. Mm-hmm. And I would have loved to have been on the boat parade with him uh, when he was getting drunk. <laughs> I feel like that would have been a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. He let his hair down. He literally he, yeah. let his hair down. Yeah, um, he, uh, he he let loose a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One too many, uh, one too many shots of avocado tequila. Yeah, uh, yeah. One too many shots of avocado. Maybe three too many shots. Yeah, but maybe three too many shots. When you don't drink for the entire season, you know you, your tolerance ain't quite there. Yeah, I'll give him a pass. Yeah, he had a he had some people <laughs> hold him up uh, while heading to the uh, press conference. I mean, that is awesome. Uh, the ceremony. Um, that is awesome. <laughs> uh, NFL news. Uh, I am living here in Houston, Texas. So oh, nothing's going on there. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, nothing's there. Very, une- very uneventful. Uh, <laughs> wow, we didn't even cover new head coach, David Cully. Uh, really a long shot. Uh, a lot of people wanted Eric Bieniemy. A lot of people... I mean, or just anyone who's ever been a coordinator before. <laughs> some, yeah, some of that nature. Um, it, it was uh, yeah, it's been a wild week for the Texans. Um, NFL news: Matthew Stafford uh, got traded to the LA Rams for Jared Goff. I, uh, I mean, I think both teams won in the trade. If we want to be honest. Um, yeah, I think that's one of those where it actually worked out for both sides. Yeah, it. I, I don't. I didn't see a problem with it. I think both players needed a fresh start. I think both players, especially Matthew Stafford, I think both players will benefit uh, because Matthew Stafford is that gunslinger, that Brett Favre type of guy who you know will fire the ball any at any will at any time. And I think Jared Goff pair him up with Kenny Galladay if, if they sign him. Uh, if they resign, yeah, but um, you know, maybe give them some weapons out there in Detroit, dome stadium, so you don't have to worry about you know the weather or whatnot, or you know, don't stay there so far as well. So, I think that it's an even trade. And but back to my Texans, um, JJ Watt and the Texans have mutually parted ways. Um, I like JJ was the source for the release, yeah. And, uh, now, and for the and for the signing, I like that. And for the signing with Arizona Cardinals, which was a long shot. I don't even think Arizona Cardinals was on the list. If they were, they were They like, weren't. They weren't on my list. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't on my list. They weren't on my list as well. But um, he said, "My dark horse there." I was thinking, huh? I, my dark horse there. I was thinking maybe Tampa Bay would go make a run at him. Exactly. It, that was kind of my. That was my like because you know. Pittsburgh, Green Bay, and Buffalo mm-hmm. were the ones that kind of everyone was talking about. And then I was thinking, and then Cleveland got some traction as well. So right. I was like, man, what if, you know, Tampa Bay, go play with, you know, and Dominican Sue is probably going to leave this offseason. JPP and Shaq Barrett are both free agents. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're not going to be able to re sign all three of those guys. Right. JJ can play in, in on the interior and on the outside on the defensive line. I don't know. That was kind of my. You know, as someone who loves J.J. Watt, it, the only two Texans jerseys I've ever bought were Andre Johnson and J.J. Watt, and I completely stand by both of those purchases. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I would have loved to see JJ go play with Tom Brady. Uh, yeah. That's just something that makes my heart melt right there. Um, but he went to the Cardinals. I'm not going to, you know, it's 65 and sunny there right now. Uh, he's getting paid $15.5 million a year. So he did what's best for himself. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think he, he made the right de- decision for himself. I, I think he seen, like, where he could be utilized at. Uh, you got to remember Arizona still has Chandler Jones and, you know, had injury-prone uh, season. But when he's healthy, he's the best. He's one of the best to get to the quarterbacks. Uh, so I think it's going to be a interesting move. I don't agree mm-hmm. with J.J. saying that he went to Arizona to win. I, I, I mean – they're probably the fourth best team in their division. If yeah. Russell Wilson stays in Seattle, and that's not a knock on Arizona. I mean, I've expressed my feelings for Cliff Kingsbury on the show. Um, I'm not a Cliff. Uh, and, and at the end of the season, you know, it proved out. They could, all they had to do was beat John Wolford to get into the playoffs, and they couldn't do it. So <laughs> your, point, your point stands corrected. So, I mean, uh, I yeah, felt, like, you know, when they were like, they uh, were like, you know, seven and three at one point this year. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to eat a lot of crap for this. Uh, but no, my, uh, yeah, I was, I was really proven right on that one. So, yeah, I mean, we, I said it. I, I said they were like babies. They were like the babies of the yeah. NFC. Like, like the cute babies. Oh, you want to pick them up? You want to hold them all the time? You want to play? There, it's fun to watch them like stumble over their feet and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all that is cute. But can they win the big games? Can they? Can they crawl? Can they actually get up from crawling and walking? And they couldn't. Uh, but you know, interesting signing there. I'm trying to think. Any other big news? Oh, 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 Deshaun. Oh, oh. We'll Deshaun. talk about that later. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. But uh, not too much going on on the NFL forefront. Just waiting. Honestly speaking, I'm just waiting for free agency to happen, and I'm waiting for the draft, of course. Um, Go ahead. How did I forget this? Just slipped. Carson Wentz is playing for the Colts. He's playing for the Indianapolis Colts in a trade. Can Um, I go – where can I put my Carson Wentz for MVP? Or can I go put that bet? Uh, there you go, Gabe. There you go, jumping the or, gun. Carson Wentz for MVP bet. Hey, that I, might I, be one. Not gonna lie, a healthy T.Y. Hilton, emerging Michael Pittman Jr. They Great got a couple back. good tight ends. Good tight ends. Uh, Ali Cox and Doyle got a good running. Great back. offensive line. Great offensive line, and a coach that you know, just in a relationship, you want a woman that gets you. You know, Frank, Frank Wright gets Carson Wentz. Exactly. He gets them. Gets them. One he gets them. He gets them. He put them on. You know, the- once I fi- once I find a woman who gets me, you know, my my potential is unlimited. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You both can grow and make each other better. So I exactly. think that's what, this what this situation uh it is feels that okay, Carson Wentz could have a comeback season of the year. You know, this this is a potential comeback year for him. Uh, kudos to Houston native Jalen Hurts. I don't Philly. He's he's QB one. He's QB one. Hopefully they don't try to bring anybody in to compete. He's QB one until they draft someone six overall, which I hope they don't. I mean, I'm not even like the biggest Jalen Hurts guy. The one thing uh-huh. that like you know he's from Houston, so it's like you know you gotta support people from Houston. Uh, but I like I'm not a huge like I just I'm not. I don't think he's necessarily a great quarterback, but after the way Philly just screwed it up with Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. you drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round. Give him some time. Give him some time. Give him some time there. Let him see, you know, let him see what he can do. And there's some talk about next year's QB class not being very good. I disagree with that, but we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Rob, we haven't even made a single bet. Well, other than me saying I'm going to vote Carson Wentz for MVP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you, but, yeah. but but I'll 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 do that later on. I don't even know if MVP odds for next year are out yet. <laughs> I, I didn't see him. I didn't see him on the on Bavada. I didn't see him. Oh man, plug again. So right. we'll uh, we'll get to that later. But Rob, it's time to make a pick. I'm making a pick here. First pick of the week. My alma mater, the Sam Houston State Bearcats. We're playing our arch rival. 
Stephen F. Austin, the Lumberjacks, Battle of the Piney Woods, heated rivalry game. Sam Houston is 3-17 and 17 against SFA in the last 20 meetings. Two of those wins were in 2019 when Sam was great and SFA was terrible. Game is in Huntsville. Bearcats are going to be up for this one. They get the two seed in the conference tournament, get that crucial double bye in the Southland Conference Tournament with the win. Rob, I'm here to tell you, uh-huh. it ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess my alma mater. Yeah. Oh, wow. Stephen F. Austin, two-point underdogs. It's inexplicable. It's, I'll tell you, small conference college basketball, that's where you bet. If you know a small conference really well, there is a market inefficiency in the gambling market because not a lot of people bet that. So if you know a small conference really well, really well, whether it's the Southland or the SWAC or the Atlantic Sun or anything else, bet that conference if you know it really well because you're going to see some lines in there. They're going to be like, what? That don't make any sense. Just bet the other side of it. You're going to come up with some money. Sam Houston doesn't beat SFA. It's a stylistic thing. Uh, there's some other things in the program that I won't go into. Uh, but Sam Houston does not beat SFA unless it's that 2019 team. Sam Houston, and that was that was an outlier year, believe me. Sam Houston does not beat SFA. Earlier in the year, Sam Houston was undefeated in conference play. They were on like a 10-11 game winning streak, going into Nacogdoches, all the hype around, you know, they could they do outdo the 2019 record? Nah, SFA. I mean, the game was you watched the game and said it was close, but SFA really handled them. Um SFA is going to handle him in this game. Sam Houston doesn't do well with a lot of pressure on the ball. Um, in SFA, that's what they do. You've probably seen them in a tournament before. That's exactly what they do. Give me SFA and the two points. Uh, I'm getting two points, actually, with, SF, with SFA. So I'm getting S- the Lumberjacks and two points. Give me my arch rivals to beat, to upset my alma mater. Good, good standing. Yeah, I understand the small conference thing. I am a Texas Southern graduate. So the SWAC uh, basketball, it's uh, if you know, it's basically if you know the conference and you know how each team plays, get your bet on it. Yeah. So uh, any any small conference, I would say. mm -hmm. Any small conference. I'm going to go. It's it's FBS. It's a a big conference. It's a D1. it's a mid-major. I thought Mount West was was making some noise, but uh, shout out to shout out to, the, shout out to the Colorado State. They are the Rams, I believe. Yeah, the Colorado State Rams. Uh, they're pretty good. Seventeen and four overall record. Five game winning streak. Uh, they beat. I think they beat Air Force by thirty. They beat. Um, they just got through whooping on New Mexico. Yeah, New Mexico is not very good this year. Yeah, both of those teams are not very good. That wasn't a great point. (laughs) But (laughs) they are very surprising. Nobody really had them on their radar this season for the Mountain West. People were focusing on Boise State. I heard a little rumbling about UNLV making some little noise here and there. But keep your eyes on Colorado State. They might be a nice little team in in the tourney. Well, excuse me. I'm jumping way ahead. They got to win the conference first. Then, (laughs) Then get in the tourney. You know what I'm saying? Get in the March Madness tournament. I think they could make some noise there. Uh, Leighton score, I think he averages about 17 points a game. His team is stacked. I don't know why they'll pick him at plus one. Uh, facing Nevada, I mean, you you know, tough team there as well. Uh, Nevada, they're competitive this season. I like Colorado State. Um, plus one, I think they're all right win this game. Of course they have to. <laughs> but I, I like them. To to get ready, they better get ready for the uh, for their championship tournaments, their <coughs> conference tournaments. Oh, my man Gabe is over there having a big heart attack over there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not adjusting to the new climate here very well. Yeah, I heard it's pretty tough up there, man. Heard it's pretty. Yeah, tough. it's. Uh, I went from humid and sea level to over a mile in the air and dry. It's weird. Jeez. It's different. I never sweat though. That's the thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I never sweat out here. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the positive. I have this dry cough, and I, but I never sweat. So you take the positive with the negative. Always. <laughs> well, all right. My second pick 
We're going some English Premier League soccer here. Uh, Aston Villa. Shout out to my man Garrett Collinback. This is his team. Uh, Aston Villa plus 140 odds to win against Wolverhampton Wonders. Um, look, Wolves have not – this has been – you know, they had been on the come up the last several years in England uh, this year. That You know, with success they've had previous years, this year's schedule got a lot more grueling. Didn't have the squad depth for it. This is a down year for Wolves. Aston Villa, this is the year where they're kind of on the come up a little bit. Last year they just avoided regu- uh, relegation in the Premier League. This year they're sitting right there kind of at the middle of the table. Like Aston Villa to go and win this game, continue their upward trajectory into the season. I think Wolves, this is just not their year. Give me Aston Villa. You get some plus money here too. Plus 140 odds to beat Wolverhampton Wonders. I like it. I like it. I'm going to also go into English Premier League. And I want to say this. RIP my man Manny. Uh, got me to family forever. He recently just passed away from COVID. And uh, he he was teaching me the game of soccer. Every time I okay. come into Gal Media, he would teach. He'll have soccer on. I forgot who he'll be watching, but <laughs> I will sit there and he. I like yo. What is that? What is this? What is this? What happened? What? Why is that a foul? Why? You know what's the yeah. yellow flag? Blah blah blah. So he would teach me the game of soccer. So I just wanted to give him give him his. I mean, I wish I was giving him his flowers when he was living, and just want to you know he has transcended unfortunately at a young age due to uh this pandemic this madness of the coronavirus so just want to say that but i will go with manchester city slash manchester united over two and a half goals i i I, i'm gonna say this i don't watch soccer like that but i know both of these teams can kick the ball through that net and score some goals (laughs) so yeah this is pretty much like you said, you like it. I like it. You wrote it in the notes. I like it. Exclamation points. I know my man Jerry Bo is going to probably pitch this out when the game is going. Yeah, this, uh, that's all I'm going to say. I know they both can score some goals. Yeah. So these are the two best teams in the league. And Manchester City with Pep Guardiola, who's my favorite manager in soccer. Uh, very offensive-minded, very progressive, very attacking. Uh, man City is going to go forward. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I think Man City is the best team in all of Europe. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they score three goals on United just themselves. Uh, I love the just because of that. I love the over two and a half. Um, I I I love the over two and a half because I think Man City is very capable of scoring three goals themselves. Um, and the, you know just the way they're. I don't think they've they've won. I think they're on an eighteen game winning streak in a, in all competitions right now. Uh, they've been. They're the best – as of this moment, they are the best team in Europe. So, I like that's why I say I like this a lot. Um, keeping Man City out of the net, that's, uh, you know, that's like trying to nail Jello to the ceiling right now. You know, it ain't going to work. So, I like this. I like that pick a lot. Um, all right. Final of the three picks. We'll get to locks here in a second for the regular listeners. Uh, final of the three picks. UFC. I'm a big UFC guy. We're trying to get Rob into that as well. We're, you know, we're we got to get Rob, we got to get Rob into UFC now as well. That's a that's a fun one. But my man Dominic Cruz, who by the way is the best analyst, he's the best commentator for UFC when he does the, when he's commentating the fights. I think he's the best commentator. Uh, him and Joe Rogan are a great team when they're on the uh, when they're on the octagon side. But Dominic Cruz, little plus money here, plus one hundred five. Like him to win against Casey Kenny this weekend, who's a slight favorite. Casey Kenny, a young guy on the come up. Dominic Cruz been in the game for a long time. Usually in these situations, I actually like to go with a young guy. But I think Dominic Cruz, his fight IQ is as high as maybe anyone in the UFC. He's lost his last two fights, but the first loss was back in 2016 against Cody Garbrandt, who was a champion. And Dominic Cruz had a lot of injuries in that time. Then fast forward, he lost against Henry Cejudo uh, back in uh, May of 2020. Henry Cejudo was the double champ. He was the uh, the uh, bantamweight and the uh, strawweight uh, or not strawweight uh, whatever the, the he was a 135 and 125 pound champion he and he was battling with Henry Cejudo and it was a bad stoppage by the referee he lost to two championship caliber fighters Casey Kenny is a good young up and coming fighter he is not a championship caliber fighter and last time we saw Dominic Cruz in the octagon it was after a three and a half year layoff mm-hmm. now it's a nine month layoff which is 
Still a little long, but a little more customary for a UFC fighter. He's coming in healthy. I think Dominic Cruz, and he's and he's not as old as you think. He's been in the game for so long. You would think this guy's in his late 30s, you know, early 40s. He's only 34. He's not that old. John Jones is 33. He's moving up weight division. You know, like Daniel Cormier, he won the title for the first time when he was 37 years old. Dominic Cruz is still 34 years old, and he doesn't take – he hasn't taken a lot of damage in his career. I like Dominic Cruz to win this weekend. Don't understand why he's plus money going up against Casey Kenny. Give me Dominic Cruz. Well, my hockey fans, it. Well, my <laughs> hockey fans, it. Uh, I'm going to go uh, last pick for me. Tampa Bay Lightning, the reigning champions, right? They, they did win. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> Tampa <laughs> Bay, city of champions. It, yeah. <laughs> Tampa Bay Lightning, one and a half favorite against the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, I mean, they're the champions. That's all I got to say. I, I'm not even pretend like I look at uh, hockey. <laughs> I ain't gonna so, lie. Trust- like it was, it was a, it was a span. I think who got me into hockey betting? Oh, former host. Uh, I work with him, Matt Matt Harrop. He was like, man, Fred Fowler, legendary Houston uh, sports radio guy. Man, he got me in the hockey best, man. I be getting it. I be killing it. I was like, okay, so, all right, let me get in this. He's like, go with the over and unders a lot. Don't really bet on spreads. Kind of like yeah. the NBA, really, today's in today's time. So, But I'm going to go with Tampa Bay Lightning. They the champs for a reason, man. Okay. I mean, I haven't watched a single <laughs> game of hockey since all the sports opened up. Uh, last summer. So I'm going to trust you. Thanks. I have nothing to say. Let's move on to our locks of the week now, though. Let's move on to our locks of the week. And Rob, I'm telling you here, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. we got to get you in the UFC, my man. We got to get, get, I will get there. I will get there. We, I, like, we, I know the famous people, but like, I need to know like the, the good fighters that I need to keep you, my eyes you on. Need, you just watch it, you know, Saturday nights when those fight nights are on, watch it. And you just, you know, that way you just know you know who the guys are. You know what their specialties are. My lock of the week. The first of three title fights this weekend features Aljamain Sterling versus Peter Jan, Piotr Jan. It's spelled Peter, but it's pronounced Piotr. Piotr Jan for the Bantamweight Championship, 135-pound title. Or is it? Yeah, it's 135-pound title. 125, Davidson Figueredo. 135-pound title. Aljermaine Sterling is a slight underdog. There's actually a lot of diversity in this line. On um, Bovada, it was minus 110 for Sterling, minus 120 for Jan. Uh, there are some places where it's Jan's minus, one, uh, min- minus 135 and Sterling's maybe plus 105. On DraftKings, it's 110 each way. A lot of diversity in this line. So on, we're using Bovada here, minus 120 for Jan, minus 110 for Sterling. Aljamain Sterling should already be the champion. He should have gotten his title shot last summer when Piotr Jan did. Aljamain Sterling and Piotr Jan should have been the title fight last year. Mm-hmm. Aljamain Sterling is the best fighter in this division. The only reason why Piotr Jan is a favorite is because Piotr Jan is the current champion. And this will be a good fight, I think. This will be a solid fight. But Piotr Jan is a pure boxer stand-up guy. Aljamain Sterling is a really good stand-up fighter who has incredible, incredible ground game jujitsu. If he's if he gets you on the mat, he is going to submit you. All he needs to do is get Piotr Jan on the mat one time, and he will submit him. And a lot of people made all Piotr Jan's power. Piotr Jan does have really good power for a bantamweight. Thing is that bantamweight, it's not like get heavyweight or light heavyweight or even middleweight where guys have that one punch knockout power. At bantamweight, you guys are 135 pounds. That one punch knockout power doesn't really exist, with rare exception in this division. Aljamain Sterling, minus 110. He's going to beat Piotr Jan. He's a better, more well-rounded fighter. And the second this thing goes to the ground, it's over. Jan is done. And Sterling should already be the champion. He has a beaten a more impressive list of contenders up to this point. Aljamain Sterling is the best 125-er in the world, or 135-er in the world. He's going to take the belt from Piotr Jan. I got, I got to get into this fight. I got you. You, you deep. You swimming right now. I Man, gotta you got to go, go look up UFC countdown, uh, Jan versus Sterling. And when they do Jan's intro, it's like he's like a movie villain. It's actually really cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he's rushing and he has that – like his voice sounds a little bit like Khabib's where you can tell like he's pretty crazy. You yeah. know, like you can tell like it's not all right upstairs, mm-hmm. um, which is – I think 
you got to be that way to be a great UFC fighter. I think you got to be able to be in crazy town to be a great UFC fighter. Yeah, you're right. You're, you're right. You're right. Come on, Greg. But no, this, he, is, he, yeah. this, this is the best fight on the card, I think. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I just think Aljamain Sterling's really disrespected. I think he's the best guy in this division, uh, and I think he's taking the belt on Saturday night. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, for me, I'm going to go to two teams in the West division of the NHL. Oh, gosh. Vegas Golden Knights, San Jose Sharks, <laughs> over six goals, people. Look here. The Golden Knights have scored five goals in the last three games. Five goals each. <coughs> Let me tell you something. Sharks, they can score two now. They didn't uh-huh. score six goals in two games of their last three. <laughs> Man, look at both of these teams. The Golden Knights lead in the most points in the West. Are they, they asking six goals over six? Come on, look for a five to three matchup right here Ooh. with the Vegas Knights and San Jose Sharks. Get some of that West action of the NHL. Late, 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 late game here. This is a late, this is a late look. Uh, so I, I, I will say this in favor of you. Mm-hmm. I remember this was like 2017, 2018. I was watching the Stanley Cup playoffs. Mm-hmm. And it's similar to NBA playoffs where they have like the Eastern Conference team play at six or whatever. Then, you know, 8.30, 9 o'clock, the Western Conference playoff game comes on. Um, I remember like in the East, it's like brutal and physical and, you know, big bodies trying to control everything. You know, it's very rough. In the West, it's up and down. Like, I saw, I watched in the West, like, man, they, like, it's speed. Yeah. Speed controls mm-hmm. the day. So that's why I'll say in favor of this. West, in the Western Conference, I just remember watching hockey and seeing this. Ideologically, in the West, they play a more fast-paced up and down game that leads to more goals. Versus in the East, if you get, like, the New York Rangers and the Philadelphia Flyers, for example, yeah. it'll be a more rough, rugged game. Yeah. So, you, All right, right. I, can, I, can, I can give you this one. Yeah, I was uh, at that time, God Media had got the rights <laughs> to the Stanley Cup playoffs. And we, yeah, and I watched the game and I see the uh, the quickness. And Golden Knights were a fresh team then. They were yeah. an expansion team and they got, nobody expected them to even get to the yeah. Stanley Cup. So, yeah. Yeah, that's right around the town time I went over to Gal Media there mm-hmm. for a couple of months. Uh, <laughs> what a time that was! What a time! Uh, great time. What what a time that was! Yeah, I think it was. I think it was that year too. Is what I'm thinking. I remember watching the Edmonton Oilers. Mm-hmm. That's what I remember watching, and it was just up and down, up and down. A yeah. uh, lot of fun. Um, so all right, those are our locks of the week. I like Aljamain Sterling to be and new UFC bantamweight champion. And Rob likes the Vegas Golden Knights, San Jose Sharks showing over six goals. Now we're going to move on. New thing we're doing here. We're going to look at some futures bets. We're going to pick a futures bet. And obviously this is something that probably won't come to fruition in the next week. And it's something we'll just keep track of going forward. Mm-hmm. But we have the same one this week. So whenever it happens, both of the, <coughs> both of these will be off the table. We have the same bet, but it's different ways. Gotcha. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'll go first. It's Deshaun Watson. Where he'll be, where he will play in 2021, I think he will play for the Carolina Panthers, plus 300. <coughs> Rob, you have the same thing. Where do you think Deshaun Watson's going to play? I think Deshaun Watson <coughs> will play for the Denver Broncos, plus 300 as well, according to ActionNetwork.com. Yeah, mine is, what was it, like Bookie? <coughs> mine was Bookies.com, where I got mm-hmm. my odds from. <coughs> so he um, – yeah, so I'll tell you why I think it goes to Carolina. They have the assets. They have a top 10 draft pick they can include in this trade. They're over Teddy Bridgewater. They have a young, aggressive coach with a good, young offensive coordinator. Um, and they have an owner who is very, very aggressive, who I think will go in and want and will be okay giving up a lot to get this thing done. I, don't just, see, I just don't see anyone outbidding the Carolina Panthers. Or Deshaun Watson, um, and Deshaun has said he's done playing for the Texans. So eventually, the Texans have to move off him. You would think maybe they'll just let him sit out the whole year. I don't know, but that, I just don't think anyone's going to outbid Carolina. In my perfect world, I'd love to see him go to San Francisco. I think Denver'd be another good spot for him too, with all the weapons that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think no one. But I just don't. I think Denver actually does have some pieces that they could offer to Houston to go and get Deshaun. I don't think San Francisco does. 
I just don't see anyone outbidding Carolina. Yeah, yeah, great choice by Carolina. We talked off air. Uh, they have a lot of great, I mean, assets. Like you said, they get they have given up on Teddy B. They're they're partnering they're partnering ways with Teddy B. And they could trade Teddy B to Houston to be a bridge quarterback. They could. They. they I mean, that's something that they have. Um, and I'll, uh, I wouldn't trade Christian McCaffrey, but you know, that's a name that's being floated out there. You have Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. You can send one of those guys to Houston with Teddy B. Plus this year's first, next year's first. Um, you know, you got some options as far as what you can what you can send out to Houston. I just don't and with their owner, I just don't see anyone outbidding Carolina. If it turns into a bidding war, I just think Carolina wins the bidding war. Okay. And yeah, with Denver Broncos, you got a legendary GM and John Elway. So of course John Elway wants a prime quarterback he haven't had one since Peyton Manning first year first people don't people do not jump in the comments and go crazy the first year of Peyton Manning he was my goodness off of that neck surgery Peyton Manning the, was really the, the first really the first three years it was what? the middle of year four yeah when it started to fall apart and then mm -hmm. year five it totally fell apart yeah and that's crazy or no it was no the first two years, two years. middle of year three yeah is when it, it fell like, apart the, the first half of year three, he was still really good. And then it started to fall off. And then, yeah, once yeah. we got in the – then we got to year four, and that's when he was got benched for Brock Osweiler. But then eventually <laughs> it rolled off to the sunset. They won the Super Bowl thanks to Von Miller. and they, Thanks to that defense with yeah. like nine old pros. <laughs> but uh, I think Denver has that – has a – like it's, it's like J.J. going to Arizona Cardinals to me. It's like – a long shot that actually can work. Like it, it's it's a to me, I think it can it can actually fit for him. Like you mm -hmm. said, he has did uh I, well, why was I gonna say uh Lord DT is not there anymore? Uh, uh, <laughs> he has Jerry Judy. They have Jerry Judy, they, they have Corbin Sutton, and he's coming off of ACL since yeah. uh, surgery. They uh, got Fant, the uh they the got tight end. They got a, Hamler, yeah. And they then got, they got, they got weapons. They got they got, uh, they got Melvin Gordon over there, and they got Lindsey still. Um, yeah, and, and then their, their left tackle Garrett Bowles, who they drafted in the first round a few years ago, was an All Pro caliber tackle this yeah. season. So the offensive line, and they they got a couple other decent linemen. Their offensive line is not a mess. They got a they got a decent line. And you know the defense, uh, Von Miller, he just got cleared of that situation. <laughs> That he had with his his uh, lady friend, so he's good to go. I think Denver's <laughs> going to keep him. And then you got Kareem Jackson. He's just a hard hitting safety. He's, he don't cover well, but uh, <laughs> but he wants you know he wants his former teammate you know yeah. to come play for him. So he's been vouching for him um, via interviews or whatnot. So huh. I I think it's um. Do you believe in Drew Locke or like if you're John I, Elway? Do you believe in him? Blake Bortles is behind him. A wide receiver <laughs> converted to a quarterback just for that game was behind them. Three. Oh, excuse me. Uh, the the rookie quarterback from Boise State. Oh, ripping, ripping that I kept up with. Uh, you know, watching those late night games on that blue turf. Uh, do you believe in those three guys? No, you don't. You'll take Deshaun Watson exactly clearly. Yeah, over those guys. So I think that's a great odd. Uh, that's a good look. And then the AFC West. Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes will play twice. You know what I'm saying? Justin so, yeah. Herbert. Is out Justin there Herbert too. out there in L.A. And then you got Derek Carr still in uh, Vegas. You know what I'm saying? With the and Vegas Derek Raiders, Carr is a so. solid quarterback. He's be in the division. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that, it, that, it, that's, it, that's a, yeah. Yeah, that's a good that's a good look for that division because that brings that division back. It's not – I mean, it's back to life. Like, Vegas Raiders had a good season this year. Chargers show a promise with with Herbert. Like you got you got a quarterback now, you got a yeah. prime quarterback. So I think uh, Deshaun Watson can go to Denver, you know, and do something with that team. I think the situation is just so crazy. Like yeah, he had a phone conversation with David Cully and told that man oh, via phone, "I'm not going to play for you anymore. Like I'm not going to suit up for the Texans." And if you're David Cully, like, what do you say to that? Like, are you hyping them up saying, oh, we'll get the best assets for you? I don't think David you are. David Cully is a mid-60s career position coach who took this job 
And this is retirement fund. That's what it is. Yeah. If they decide to fire him after year one, all that money's still guaranteed, baby. Yeah. That, yeah. All that, like $20 million or so is guaranteed. So it's uh, – this is David Culley's retirement plan right here. And I'm not saying he's not going to try as a coach. I absolutely think he is. Yeah. But yeah. this is not a man who should be a head coach. Um, yeah. all, I, all I've heard about David Culley is that he's a nice guy. That's yeah. awesome. You know who no one's ever said he's a nice guy about? Bill Belichick. You know, whatever, you know, no one's ever said about Nick Saban. Gee, he's a nice guy. Uh, Urban Meyer. Oh, he's he's so a nice, nice. guy. Yeah. No, it only only coaches Andy Reid. But you before that, you say about the offensive genius and mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, it, David Coley should not be a head coach, and Deshaun Watson sees that. Denver's a real possibility. I just don't see anyone outbidding Carolina. Um, that and then the tech obviously you can say he's still gonna play for the Texans. That's an option to bet on there as well. Um I, I would also look at um also, you know, dolphins are intriguing there. Yeah. Dolphins would be intriguing because they have the third overall pick. They mm-hmm. got a quarterback, he can trade to Houston. Yeah. To, as you know, to uh, in Tua. You know, I don't know what Houston thinks of Tua, but they got you know, they got and they got Houston's first and second round draft picks. And they got three first rounders this year, so Miami can Miami can put a package together. I don't know how aggressive that front office will be, though. Yeah. I just think when it comes down to it, Carolina will submit the best offer. But as we've seen in the Easterby tenure, that doesn't really matter. You know, other teams have offered first round picks for DeAndre Hopkins, but mm-hmm. they chose David Johnson. So yeah, and they just obviously the best offer doesn't really matter. Yeah, they just signed David Johnson to an extension too. So, yeah. Um, oh let's, man, let's get to the parlay of the week. I'm getting flushed. Uh, the Rob out here getting depressed. We're not going to finish the show. <laughs> uh, he's going to start listening to the Take Care album here pretty soon. Uh, <laughs> I won't not. That's a great album, though. I shouldn't knock it. That's a great album. It that is, is a great. Album. Take Care album is a great album. All right, parlay of the week. I will start. A lot of U.S. Is it? No, we got one college basketball. So it's a four-team, no five. It's a five, it's a five-unit or five-team parlay. Uh, four of it is UFC. We got a college basketball game in there as well. So to open up the card, the UFC pay-per-view card, it's Alexander Rakic minus one sixty against Thiago Santos. I like Rakic. I'm gonna put that in there. Only reason why it was in my picks of the week, Thiago Santos is a very, very powerful striker, ultra powerful, and we just see. Uh, you didn't keep up with it, but a Houston fighter, Derek Lewis, a couple weeks ago, fought Curtis Blades, and I love Derek Lewis. I thought Curtis Blades would win, though, and Blades was dominating the fight, and he went for a takedown. Lewis hit him with that uppercut, and it was night-night. Yeah, uh, seeing that highlight. <laughs> Thiago Santos has that kind of power. He can shut your lights off with one punch. And Rockets is a better – they're both strikers, so this fight's going to be fought on the feet. Uh, Rockets is the better, more technical striker. Actually reminds me of last weekend's main event between Cyril Gaon and Jorginho Rosenstrike, where both guys are strikers. Rockets being like Gaon, who ultimately won the fight, more technical, going to go in and out, you know, beat you with the speed. And Santos being like Rosenstrike, who's just got that ultimate power, can't shut your lights off with one punch. Um, like Rockets here, though, to, ju- to just pick apart Thiago Santos. Um, second one in the main event of the evening, Middleweight champion Israel Adesanya, like him to become the newest double champ in UFC history, taking a light heavyweight belt from Jan Blahovic. And similar to what I explained with Rakic and um, Rakic and Santos, same dynamic here with Israel Adesanya and Jan Blahovic. Um, is he best pure striker in the UFC, technically, uh, just the ultimate, just ultimate technique, ultimate creativity. But Jan Blahovic has that legendary Polish power legendary left hand and if you watch his last fight against dominic reyes he left a bruise on reyes's midsection from all the body kicks he was landing he landed about you know five or six of them and there was this big welt on reyes's midsection so i mean blahovich he just you know when he hits you you feel it that's the one scary thing about this fight and izzy is coming up from middleweight so he's never faced anyone who's hit this hard in the ufc that's the one caveat here but i do think israel adesanya too fast too technical I can't see anyone beating him on the feet. Jan Blahovich, he does have some decent grappling, but he's not a world-class wrestler, jiu-jitsu guy like Izzy here, minus 235. Going to include my lock, Aljamain Sterling, in this parlay as well because he's going to win. I want one lock on this parlay. 
like Aljamain Sterling minus 110 in here. My one college basketball bet I have, I uh, like uh, Ohio State minus one and a half against Illinois this weekend. Illinois had that big win against Michigan earlier in the week, and I love Illinois' talent. But star guard Io DeSumo still probably is going to be out for this game. And Illinois has been very up and down, very inconsistent all year. Ohio State's not the team that I'm highest on, but a lot of people like them. They've kind of been down for the last couple of weeks since the Michigan loss uh, two weeks ago. Like them to bounce back tomorrow, beat uh, beat Illinois. Uh, and then the last thing in this five-fighter part or five-team parlay, I like uh, the dominant Cruz-Casey Kenny fight. I pick Cruz to win the fight. I like the fight to go over two and a half rounds. It's minus 275 odds. Neither guy's really a knockout guy. Cruz is the ultimate. You know, he has this weird figure eight style, which I'm not going to try to explain here on the show. But basically, he's going to touch you up. I mean, that's what Dominic Cruz does. He touches you up and he doesn't get hit. Uh, that's what Dominic Cruz does. So that and Cruz doesn't not a super powerful guy. That combined with he doesn't really get hit either. Uh, like this fight to go all three rounds. Uh, so over two and a half. Uh, this parlay pays out plus a thousand fifty one. You bet a hundred dollars on it. So I will put some money on. I will put a hundred bucks on it. But I will put some money on this this weekend. Uh, come back next week. Uh, hopefully a couple hundred bucks richer. So we'll. Uh, yeah, that's my five fighter parlay. Uh, one more time: Alexander Rakic, Israel Adesanya, Aljamain Sterling, Ohio State minus one and a half, and Dominic Cruz, Casey Kenny going over two and a half rounds. Mm. Okay, 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 okay. I want to see. <laughs> Am I right on a parlay right quick? Uh, let me see. Uh, has this game even played yet? Okay. It hasn't played yet. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. So, okay, it hasn't. All right. So, my parlay, <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a three-guy I'm a three guy parlay, if you know me personally. I'm a three Well, it's a bit – I'd usually do three as well, but it's a big – there's a lot of great fights on this UFC card this weekend. It's probably going to be the best card of the year. So okay. I just, you know, a lot to choose from for me here. <laughs> a lot to, a lot to choose from for me. And I wanted to get another college basketball game in there. Gotcha. All right, let's go to the English <laughs> Premier League. I'm going to go Arsenal. Arsenal. That's my team, baby. The Gunners. <laughs> I, I have uh, won a little bit cheddar on those guys this year. So I'm going to go Arsenal uh, minus one. Uh, they're playing a team name. No, no, Burnley. Burnley. Okay, there we go. Burnley. Nah, I just know Arsenal is pretty good. That's, I mean, they're one of they're, the, they're they're one of the popular there. teams. They're very popular. Very popular. <laughs> Burnley's. This is a good. This is a good bet. Burnley's not very good. Yeah. Arsenal needs to. They need to win to get back closer to the top of the table. Uh, try to get into a Europa League place for next season. Uh, I like Arsenal here. They're also playing pretty well right now. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, this team, both of these teams, I know them personally from the SWAT conference. Uh, oh, yeah. Arkansas, <laughs> Arkansas Pine Bluff, minus 10 versus, uh, shout out to Coach Lindsey Hunter, 16-year um, hey. NBA veteran. He's coaching Mississippi Valley State. He's a Jackson State alum. His son plays point guard for the Mississippi oh, Valley State. That's pretty cool. Valley State is horrible. They are horrible this season. I seen a game. They were playing Prairie View this year. They only had five points, five, five total points in the second half of the Prairie View game. Let me go bet the under on this game real quick. Yeah, <laughs> let me get you under. And Palm Bluff isn't that great either, but they're more competitive than Mississippi Valley State. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Coach Lindsey Hunter. Um, I blame the pandemic last year because they had a little momentum last year. This year, they mm -hmm. just uh, they're just not good. And um, I'm gonna finish it off with another college basketball. Uh, North Texas minus five and a half versus UAB. Uh, North Texas can hoop. They can hoop. They can hoop in the uh, Conference USA. Don't sleep on. Don't sleep on the Conference USA. Rice. Rice is good as well this year, surprisingly. Um, who else? Who else be hooping in now? Marshall's pretty solid, but I'm going to go North Texas minus five and a half versus UAB. UAB is not that good. I think North Texas, they're trying to, you know, get some momentum going into conference play, conference championship yeah. play. And uh, there it is right there. 
I'm Man, excited. Next, next week we'll get some conference tournaments in here. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm excited for that. Uh, this pays out just five fifty six. So, you know, bet what you can afford. As I'm gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> no. The, no. I'm gonna go. Uh, let's see. What time is it here right now? Man, it's six o'clock. I might. I might go drive over to Buffalo. Well, no, because I'm gonna go over to Santa Fe tomorrow. So I'll go tomorrow. Yeah. Place, okay. Place my bet. I'm going over because I don't have Wi-Fi in my place yet. So to watch the UFC card, I'm gonna have to go to a restaurant. And I don't really think anywhere here is gonna have it. So unless I just want to watch it on my phone, but I don't really want to do that. Yeah, I do that. Hey, can you please turn it on? I'm like what? Yeah. So no, it's uh, yeah, man. We're gonna, we got parlays. We got some future bets here going on. The relaunch of the Gambling Shack. Uh. Think this? Uh, think we're doing all right here, man. Hopefully, we get some wins this weekend, man. Yeah, yeah, we get, need. We, yeah. we gonna get some dubs this weekend. Yeah, that's what that's what we hoping for. Hoping for some I, dubs. I'm loving. I that. need it. I'm going to Vegas in a couple of weeks. The other Vegas in a couple of weeks. So I need to. I need to win some money. Yeah. Need to keep. Need to win some money so I can lose money over there. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the key. Yeah, well, that ain't the key, but I'm telling you, you know, you know, just be excited to be in the arena, to be in a sports book. I never been in a sports book, though. I never been. The one here is not anything special. Gotcha. It's not anything special here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the uh, no, I'm looking. One of my friends is in Vegas right now. <laughs> oh man, it's getting COVID over here. Uh, oh. One of my friends in Vegas right now for his birthday weekend. So when he comes back, I'm gonna ask him best sports books, restaurants, yeah, all the jazz, so. the whole nine, yeah, yeah. So we're uh, we're rolling, man. We're back to it post football season. Yeah, um, finally settled in here in Vegas. Maybe next week we'll do this from the Gabe Myers Las Vegas studios. But from now, we're doing the uh, Gabe Myers. Las Vegas Optic Studios. So. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, I go by the name of Bobby Beach. You can follow me on Twitter at Robo Harris Jr. Uh, my man Gabe Myers. You can follow him on Twitter at G underscore Myers. 30. Yeah, 33. That number is getting retired soon. At some point. At I'm watching point. my old, uh, my, one of my old high school coaches. He's in the regional final right now in the Texas uh, high school playoffs. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I have that game up over here. Let's see. They are up. Oh, they're up nine late in the second quarter. Okay. So this school has never been past Sweet It's actually my arch rival school in high school. Never been past Sweet 16 before. But I didn't really like my high school coach, but I love my assistant coach. Right after I, you know, after my senior year, he got a job at the rival school. So I've been supporting yeah. them ever since. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been supporting, you know, we're blue and gold. I'm not supposed to wear purple, but I've been supporting the purple and gold. Uh, so shout out Coach Flo, Ryan Flores. Get to that final four, baby. Uh, man, I'll be pumped if he does. Let's just say that. Uh, this is like, this is the team I'm most, re- I'll, I'll be happy losing all these bets if Coach Flo can win this game right here. <laughs> That's what matter the most. Uh, we'll be back uh, next Friday. Yeah, we're, we're, we're good to go next Friday. Same time. So uh, y'all keep it locked. And always remember, happy betting. Happy betting.